My name is Renita from the Be Your Own Kind platform. I know you might be like, girl, it is early. It is. And let me explain this. I did research that us small channels, um, instead of trying to fight the bigger channels, it is great to go live early. So we're going to see this is a little test run because, um, yeah, it's early, but it's morning. Um, we have a new opportunity, a little chap there. We have a new opportunity and a new day. So yeah so this is just a little informal live that i will be doing um where i'll be trying to do monday through friday at 6 a.m um and if i'm too low let me know i just don't want to wake up my house <laughs> so i do want to start off um just saying good morning um hope that you are having a great morning if you are up with me um, you're probably getting ready for work and starting your day or you're working third shift and you're about to go to sleep. Either way, I'm happy that you're here with me today. Um, so, oh my God, that light is bright. <laughs> so um, today we're just going to talk about like a, some short little things. I'm not going to hold you long. Just uh, want to get into some things that I saw um, yesterday in the news and yeah, let's get into it. Let me share my screen here. <laughs> Alright, so let me share my screen here. And yeah. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about was this money challenge. Like this money challenge started with a rapper. I don't remember, I don't know his name. Um, he started with the rapper where he um lined up the lined up his money and words, whatever. First of all, I feel like that person has a lot of time on their hands, like for real, a lot of time on their hands because this looks very lengthy, very lengthy. So um, you have uh, this one where it's a uh, file your taxes. I don't even know if that's money. What is that? What on earth is that? I don't know. Oh, it looks like it's his advertisement. So people are using that for advertisement, which was kind of cool. Um, people find cute ways. Okay, well, girl, f you. And then, what was some favorite ones that I liked? Um, I don't know why that dog is there. <laughs> um, it was some funny ones, but it looks like it has extended since last night since I looked at it because it was. Well, they said that um, Fifty Cent has started um the money challenge like a long time ago, which now I cannot find because. Um, this the went a little long, a little longer than it was. Let me see if I can find 50 cent. I know where I can find it at. I know the shade room. As always, you can find everything on the shade room where it had 50 cents, where it said broke and it was like a pile of money. So they're saying he was the originator of it. Of course, Soldier Boy was like, I'm the originator. He think he did everything first. Um, so this is one, um, long story with this is baby mama lied. So. He just took some money and did that. So a lot of people are like, um, if you're regular and you have money like that, you might want to be careful um, so that you don't get robbed. So be careful when you guys are doing that um, because you never know who's watching you, right? Okay. 
the shade room post a lot so i might not run into the 50 cent one anymore i probably should have saved the link oh well but um but yeah so uh dang i saw it yesterday ah i probably should have saved saved the link because i saw it yesterday ah oh well that sucks oh well let me see let's go to trusty google right quick Let's see, uh, 50 cent money challenge. I get so adamant. Uh, that's not even going to show it. There it is. So right here, this was the one that he did first, where it says broke right up in here. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, wow, I am so rusty. I did this in a while. Where, right here, where it says broke right here, and he had the money lined up on the floor. So 50 Cent said he was the first to do it. Whatever the case, um, some of these challenges are very time-consuming. So do you know how long it takes? to put the money in the form of a letter and then he stacked it up that's just a lot that's just a lot of a lot of cash and a lot of money a lot of effort but it's fun to watch everybody else put in the effort it is like i thought about like a way of doing it like how can i creatively do it and i don't have to make those letters and um i haven't thought of it but if i think of it this week you may see a picture of that but at the moment i am not there and um yeah that's just so time consuming but i think it's kind of cool um with the other people doing it <laughs> so anyway um before we get into the next um clip i am just going to uh gonna play a sponsor they pay the bills y'all Shop at Soap Bomb Trusses to fulfill your hair beauty needs as we've been 100% human hair and custom made wigs. We also provide all textures and lengths to bring out the bomb in you. To keep up with our latest products, sign up on our newsletter at SoBombTresses.com and follow us on IG at SoBombTresses or BrieSoBomb. Okay, I am back. Make sure you get into um, So Bomb Treasures. They have um, custom wigs and bundles. Um, and it's very, it's very much good quality. Uh, she is Virginia based. She's based in Virginia. Um, but that shouldn't stop you anywhere because she's online. So make sure you check her out, everyone. All right. So let's get into our next topic for the morning. It is K. Michelle. Now, K. Michelle has expressed like her journey and um, her struggles when, when she um, got her BBL and how she had to um, go through surgery to get it reversed or whatever. So now she's trying to bring awareness to it. Um, she's having a documentary that's coming out. Let me just read this from uh, the Carlos King. He is actually... Um, actually producing producing this so it says when bbls go wrong check out the tailor to our new show about the dark side of elective surgery with k michelle and um 
Jesse Consolin, I don't know who that is, called My Killer Body, which premieres with a sneak peek on January 28th at 10 p.m. and then every Thursday starting February 3rd, um, 9, to, uh, 9 to 8 Central Time on Lifetime. So I'm really excited about that. I am going to tune into Lifetime and um, look at this, and I may even do um, a review on it on um, my blog, which is www.beyourownkind.com. So make sure you check out um, check out that website, which I probably should have it scrolling at the bottom. Um, but yeah, so make sure you check that out. Um, also, um, let's see what, uh, let's see the trailer of this. Let me make it a little bit bigger and hit play. Oops, it might be good to take the sound from you though. Know what I ended up getting a mommy makeover who wanted a nicer body, like all the girls I see on social media. I lost a massive amount of weight, which is why I felt the need to have skin removal surgery. I feel pretty enough. I want a free giveaway in the Dominican Republic. Nobody warned me about the dangers. Woke up at the parking lot, vomiting on myself, urinating on myself. I had cobalt poisoning and arsenic poisoning. I was literally put together with glue and tape. All those little black dots are silicone. Half of the cheek has to go. I knew it was serious, but I didn't know how serious it was. I was bleeding out for 24 hours. Bleeding out. And it was then that I found out that the injections in my butt was freeze-packed fluid. Can't even sit down. I've been laying on my stomach. My butt was on fire. Sharp pains throughout the night. Can't stand for long. The pain. My stomach hurts. It's still numb. It was itching and burning at the same time. Oh my god. I got like a little blade. Oh my god. Oh my skin god, off. Oh I really did. My main focus is to help them heal, let them know they're not alone, help them to get back to living their life. I don't want to go through this journey on my own. I walk in your shoes. What are your fears? That she might not make it surgery. I feel scared for her because I don't want anything bad to happen to her. Once this is out of my body, it's going to help me reclaim my life. This is like people actually die. When I look in the mirror, I see a broken person. I do want my life back. Oh my. Yeah, I'm going to get into that. And the reason why I want to get into that, I mean, you do have some surgeries that are like successful and people don't experience, you know, issues. But there are a lot of people, too, that are experiencing issues. And it's all at the cost of, you know, wanting to be your own kind, look, you know, look how you want to look. But you have to be careful and do your research when you are um, like... Well, God, what is the word? When when you're scheduling these appointments, like look at the doctors, you know, look at the reviews, you know, see if, you know, there's been any complaints, you know, make sure that you go through counseling to see if this is what you want to do. And, and to have like a therapist on 
on um, site or on the side, just, you know, as a backup plan so that you can deal with the changes. Um, unfortunately, there are a lot of um, whack, you know, crack doctors out there where, you know, they don't care. It's just all about the money and they're pumping, you know, stuff into your body. And anytime you have something foreign in your body, um, your body may or may not uh, react. Like it's just Russian roulette when you do things like that. Like I had a uh, gallbladder surgery and I promise you, I, I feel like anytime you've been opened up, you're never the same anyway. And there's always risk when you do surgery anyway. It doesn't matter what it is. When I had a gallbladder surgery, my stomach still does not feel the same. I mean, probably because they took a piece out there, but it still doesn't feel the same. Like I've never felt the same. And that was the first time um, that I've been like had some type of some type of surgery. So, um, yes, you know, some people go in, you know, people getting the mommy makeovers and going to other countries to get it done. Make sure that you you get your research, you know, because I'm told that it's cheaper overseas. But sometimes, you know, you get your money's worth. So. Um, I'm really interested in that documentary and I'm really interested to to discuss it, you know, to, to do a review on it on um, on my blog just to um, give a review on it and see if it's something that I would want to watch, you know, on a weekly. So kudos to Kay Michelle for sharing, you know, sharing her story with other people and inspiring other people to, you know, speak out about this because just like there are good things about stuff there are you know you know dangerous there are dangerous effects to to any anytime you go in surgery so um so sorry that that happened to you know happened to those girls but i'm glad that that you know they're bringing awareness to it so so yeah kudos um all right so uh the next thing that we're going to do is talk about Miss Ari Lennox. Now, Miss Ari Lennox, I love her. Um, I loved her first album, uh, especially the song um, uh, Shea, Shea Butter Baby. And I think it was another song on there where um, she got her first apartment and I so resonated with that song only because I was thinking about my first apartment, which was amazing. Like, you know, that first sense of freedom when you're like, I can do what I want. I can run around the house uh, with toothpaste on my like rub it all I don't know why I would do that but I'm just saying like it's just the freedom of you know just having your own space and your own vibe and your own energy like I don't know I really love that song like so anyway <laughs> so anyway um she is not feeling music I she's she's actually expressed you know we'll get into it in a minute you know being tired of music um it's just some things that goes along with it you know and the fact of just it's not about the music anymore you know I say that a lot like it's mainly like how people how um artists are even gaining traction is by doing something like preposterous on social media just to get the attention like it's a constant like reality tv on you know on social media so people are just you know just doing whatever for attention and it's not about the music for people to pay attention to the music but people are not paying attention to the music so for somebody like Ari who is kind of low-key and you know just wants to to be creative you know it's hard for her to compete with people who are just basically looking for clout you know what I'm saying so um, let's get into a couple of things with her. Um, so this is what even derived this. Like yesterday, uh, I believe she went on like a Twitter rant and she is the first of all, I thought this was funny because she said somebody looks like a thumb. Like I tried to imagine 
a person looking like a thumb. I guess, I guess my head would be shaped like a thumb. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> anyway, um, she said she'll continue to sing about, um, about penis when she wants. And you misogynistic peasants can continue to jerk off to my music. Thank you. Now, where that message is coming from is she was recently a guest on a podcast. Um, and let's just get into that for a minute. Uh, let's just jump around. So she was recently on um, on a podcast. Let me find it. Uh, where is it at? Oh, crap. I had all my links, and now I don't have it, but I can find it right quick. All right. Basically, she was on a podcast, and she has this song out, you know, and they he referenced the, the podcast um host he referenced like a a sexual um lyric that she had in the song you know like kind of gesturing oh when you going you know like it was really inappropriate and uncomfortable and he felt okay to to actually comment and say that to her based off her lyrics and it's like chill you know this is supposed to be an interview to get to know me and you're being misogynistic and making me feel uncomfortable. And so a lot of people is like, girl, calm down. You know, you did sing it in your lyrics. But once again, I need people to separate the art <laughs> from the person. And I feel like that's part of the issue when you're on social media is people are not separating the art from, from the person, you know, because that's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to combine it so that they can keep, you know, an indelible, you know, impression in your mind and, and for you to, you know, want to be more into them and this and that. So I don't know, like, um, that just, that's what that came from. I didn't have it up. So, uh, let's see. So let's get back into, La, la, la. Let's get back into the Twitter thing because there are some things about music that she said. Let me see if I can find it. Hopefully, she didn't delete it. Ah, oh, I think she deleted it. Ah. Oh. Yep, she delete. I'll show more. I am not a Twitter person. Oh no. She deleted it. So now let me see. You know, once you put it on there, though, you can't. Um, this is why I screenshot stuff because things get deleted so quick. Um, okay, so it's saying right here. Um, let's just go here. She wanted to make my life difficult. So it says, um, on Sunday, Ari Lennox tweeted that she wanted off Dreamville Records and Interscope, also proclaiming that she'll never do another interview. Um, this past uh, this past few months, is this the, yeah, five hours ago. This, fast, this past few months have been rough for Ari Lennox, two months after being arrested in Amsterdam. Um, the vocalist, I didn't know that, the vocalist fired off on Twitter Sunday afternoon asking to be dropped from the records. I want to be dropped from the labels. I'm done. I'm tired. I want to be dropped from the labels. I'm done. I'm tired. A fan then responded to Lennox alleging that she was being oversensitive and folding after a suggestive interview on a podcast and chill with host MacGyver McGee uh, McWevo. Excuse me for mispronouncing. The South African podcast has made a sexually charged pass at Lennox, who appeared visibly uncomfortable but tried to laugh off the question. Um, Mayavu um, 
claimed that Lennox first made the sexual reference in Pop from her 2019 full-length debut, Shea Butter Baby. Okay, that's the song he was referencing. Shut up. The interview was the icing on the cake. I want to be free. So just because somebody sings it doesn't mean that that gives you like an invitation to just be rude and disgusting. And so it's just, I'm never, so she says, I'm never doing another interview again. I've been on this sober high for weeks, genuine gratefulness and happiness. So she's like on another, on another level. And it, it it's not weird, you know, um, that she probably has, you know, been drinking a little bit because she's under stress and she's been telling us for like, for almost a year or so, like since 2019, I could think back where she was talking about the stresses. And I believe it started with the, um, with the Soul Train Music Awards because um, she lost to, I believe, Doja Cat. And Doja Cat is pop. So I don't know why they were put into the same category because they're two different two different genres, two different sounds or whatever. You know, um, well, I guess Do Doja Cat could be, well, like rap slash pop or whatever. So the whole thing is we're not in her shoes. We don't know what she goes through, you know. And I feel like people are just so easy to judge, you know, um, your situation when they're outside looking in you don't know my experiences with stuff just like i don't know your experience with things so i don't have the right to speak to how you're feeling or your experience to something so that's how i kind of feel about that um and the music industry seems hard i mean it just seems like like a load of chores and a load of misery sometimes like yes you get the glamour and stuff but you don't really have your life like you're on a constant schedule you're in constant competition with the next best thing and when you can't compete with the next best thing and you just want to like genuinely do your art it can be hard you know it can be hard when you just want that accolade you know for your um for your creativity so a lot of people are like well you're just whining just suck it up you know the old celebrities and i know people always saying the old celebrities didn't say anything but that's not this era so first of all there are these are new celebrities and the old celebrities did not have social media you know at their grasp and who's to say that they wouldn't have been more verbal you know or more open if they did have that, you know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of people like, well, Beyonce never said anything, but in her beginning of her career, she did. She did more interviews. She did try to defend herself, especially when people were like, you know, blaming her for, um, for the the breakup of destiny's child like she took a lot of stuff as a teenager i totally understand why she doesn't do interviews and say anything anymore because she did that when she was younger and all it did was make it worse you know so that's from her own experience but ari lennox she has the she has the permission to say how she feels and she's been trying to tell us you know and now that it has gotten to this point you know she has reached her boiling point like that's it it's bottle is it's just exploded. The the champagne bottle is just corked out or whatever, you know. So um, she's been saying that, you know what I'm saying. So it's not like this was, this is new, you know. So um, I'm trying to see if they have her tweets on here. Um, okay, so her tweet from January 23rd is, "I want to be dropped from the label. I'm done and tired." Um, shut up. The interview was the icing on the cake. I want to be free. January 23rd, she said, for Christ's sakes, I realize I have no hits. I realize you can live without hearing my music. I realize my complaining is so aggravating to y'all. I don't ask blogs to post me when I'm at my worst. You judgmental, 
self-hating parasites wouldn't last a day as a signed artist see what she's saying you you're not in my shoes you know and don't get me wrong this is not a celebrity blog um this is um i'm a lifestyle niche so i pretty much could just talk about anything which is why i chose that you know but i always try to you know incorporate mental health and personal development in my stories um it's just a way to to grab attention you know for us to join and have a conversation about things you know um just 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 like what like just what I was saying about competition. Okay, so my niche is, you know, be your own kind, love yourself, you know, self-actualize, you know, things like that. Nobody wants to hear that. When I write those blogs about like loving yourself and and uh, mental health, I get maybe like one or two reads. If I put a celebrity name in it, like I think I wrote about Mini Leaks, you know, when she um moved on with the new bow. Do you know how many hits I got over that? Do you know how I many? I got like like triple the hits on that. You know, like, you know, people are into what they're into. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like some people have actually started in a certain niche and went to another one just because they gain more traction, but then they lose the identity of their brand. You know, so um, I don't want to lose the identity of my brand, but I also need to adapt with the times. But sometimes that gets taxing because you originally want to just do this one thing. You know what I'm saying? You originally just want to reach the people how you want to reach the people, be, you know, as creative as you you intend to be creative and not have to compromise, you know, your brand. So how do you do that where you you maintain or sustain the identity of your brand while still making yourself relevant? So um, just as a small platform, that's hard. So I can only imagine on her level, like the stress you know, the stress and the discouragement that she may feel because she's not getting recognized. You know what I'm saying? I forgot to put on the light behind me. Well, I'm almost done now. So, <laughs> um, She says, um, uh, oh, January 23rd, she says, complaining that I'm complaining about the S I'm going through. Meanwhile, in real life, you're just as unhappy, just as effed up. You crying in your in the car too. Somebody calling you insensitive and dramatic too. You can never be honest about your demons. And so it's so easy to point fault at other people, right? Um, so hard thing is you're no different than me. It may be a different situation, but you still have some unhappiness in your life. And that's true. We all have some things that we want to fix in our life, you know, hands down. You know, and that's why it doesn't pay to judge the next person. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so, you know, she, she, like I said, she's been reaching out and been saying she's fed up, you know, and she's discouraged. And at this point, it's okay. It's okay that she discouraged. So um, before 2022, um, like I said, I think it stemmed from the Soul Train Music Awards where, um, where she started to just start feeling discouraged. And that was back in like November of uh, 2019. So right here at iHeartRadio, it says Ari Lennox says she's quitting music after Soul Train Music Awards. Now, mind you, everybody's like, oh, she's just complaining because of the podcast. But it deals, it's, it, it's deeper than the podcast. She's been fed up. She's been feeling discouraged, you know. Um, but what I want to say to her, if she ever sees this, is just be encouraged and focus on the people that are your fans, the people that do lift you up. Like, I think you're super dope. I think you're super creative. But I understand when you reach that point of defeat, you know, so if you think that you just need to take some time off and recalibrate, 
you know, um, I wouldn't encourage you to stop doing something that you love just based on the reception. But like I said, that's easier said than done. But I just want you to just maybe take a break. Maybe you need a break, you know, but you're so dope. The world needs you. The world needs your voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, so um, I just want you to be encouraged. Ari. I just want you to be encouraged. So if you ever see this, you know, I hope that that encouraged you. <laughs> So um, this right here, it says, after being snubbed at uh, the Soul Trap Music Awards, the soul singer took on Twitter on Monday to express her frustrations in what has become a two-day Twitter conversation, which we see she uh, she deleted it. Um, she says, I, in a set of now deleted tweets, right, like she deleted the ones from yesterday. So now I know I need to screenshot it. Ari first spoke of her album, Shea Butter Baby, saying it's a soul album for black people. Her words then became a bit more targeted and she made it clear that she was more than disappointed that the project didn't get any praise at the Soul Train Soul Train Awards. I want this um this S way more than it wants me. I'm learning to have to stop caring. Yeah, I'm hurt. I'm not built for these things. So she said that in November 19, like, hey, I'm not good with uh with not winning, you know, or not being recognized. I worked hard on this, you know. But um what everyone was saying like, well everybody that was nominated worked hard on their project. I mean, in hindsight, yeah, but she's still entitled to feel how she feels, you know. She's feeling disappointed, you know what I'm saying? Um, it says she returned on Twitter on Tuesday with more to say after fans begged her not to take her loss to heart. She says it's not just an award. It wasn't any award show. It was the Soul Train Awards. As you can see, I'm a big fan of soul music and huge fan of Soul Train history. Being snubbed was something I always expected and was definitely prepared for, just not by them. So she felt because she made a soul album that was for, you know, black women or black people that out of all awards, like maybe if it was the Grammys, whatever, if it was the, uh, what's the other one, the American Music Awards, whatever, MTV Awards, who cares? But this Soul Train Award is for us. You know, I guess BET and Soul Train, you know, is for us. So, you know, she felt like, hey, I connected with the people, but the people didn't connect with me, which is not true. We did connect with you. Um, we don't know who's on these boards or whatever, you know, and I think that's why a lot of people are like, don't put so much, um, so much faith or whatever on awards i mean some of the the best artists out here have never won a grammy like can you believe like jodeci has never won a grammy i don't think drake ever won a grammy i mean he was nominated and he dropped out of it but before that he's never won a grammy Nicki minaj never won a grammy i can't and, and i'm thinking of people in the past like it's a lot of people that have never won a grammy you know so you can't base your success off on a reward but we also can't tell how to feel you know, at the end of the day, that's how I feel about it. Um, so on November, excuse me, on November 19th, she says, I'm not selling out. So I quit. So around this time, she wanted to quit or whatever. So um, people are just telling her, you know, she says she's been grinding since 20, since 2009. So at this point, it's been 10 years. And now it's what, 2022. So it's just, it's just growing longer and longer for her. Um so um, then last year, she came again and saying that she wanted to quit music to become a real estate agent. So she's been saying this a lot. So people, some people are just like, you know, well, um, you know, should it get off the pot? Excuse my language, you know, because it's just like, it's like, OK, you keep saying this, but you're not quitting. But she's not quitting because it's her first love. I just think she's defeated. Like, I just think that it's just just 
secure defeat. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into a little bit of this live because we're running short on time. So let's uh let's get into it. Live is very stressful, especially now. But I just want to say hi. I just want to, just want all of it to kind of like die down, and I kind of feel like the sooner I start acting like, or just sharing with you like my life day to day, not day to day, but like as it's currently happening, the sooner uh, more healing can happen, and I feel like um, not talking about it with anyone other than the people that I can trust. Um, uh, this probably was best for me, you know, cause um, I realized I'm not, it's too much. It's too much to try to unpack and it's too much to keep fighting. So I just rather it disappear uh, from my own mental health and so I posted a clip of like um, Old Boy because I, I was watching Old Boy for like the first time. And I noticed like every time like he's about to get mad, he starts shaking. And I was like, um, I was just telling friends that there were a few times like recently where I felt myself getting really angry. Um, one time, it was yesterday on Twitter. <laughs> and then another time I had an incident with um, a, what is it? Um, I was trying to order something on um, an eating app and I found myself um, calmly checking the person because the person was very, very rude. But um, I found myself shaking like my body like uncontrollably shaking, like my neck, like my head, like the way the, the clip that I posted on my story. And I was just like, um, I'm not okay. Like, I'm not okay. Cause how could I, like my body is telling me I'm not okay. Um, I'm shaking now, uh, when I'm not. So as you already see, she's claiming that she's not okay, but then she kind of got like ostracized for saying she's not okay. Now, what is the point of all this whole mental health stuff? You know, even though this is this was in 2021, so you know this is the pandemic. People are like highlighting and paying more attention to mental health, but you have this person right here saying, "Hey, I'm not okay." You know, um, I experienced crazy comments and. I'm, don't nobody know who I am. So I can imagine, you know, the type of comments that she has to deal with and the ignorance that she has to deal with being famous. Like, it just seemed like a lot of pressure. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'll play a little bit more, but uh, it's almost time to go. So let me. I'm trying, I'm trying to chill. When, when I, I discovered Fiverr, actually, it was just kind of a gift. I love Fiverr. But, um, but they're not paying me to have a time. Uh, okay. All right. But I just I just wanted to say hi because I'm all right, I'm gonna just be right here. I'm not trying to be annoying, I swear, but um just wanted to say hi. And why is it that we feel annoying 
or we feel like a bother when something is bothering us. Like, let's get into that because I feel like I'm even like that. Like if I'm having a bad day, I don't, I don't want to call and I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to be a burden to somebody, but am I really being a burden to someone if I'm not feeling my best, especially when, you know, some people are like, well, contact me if you ever, you know, if something is ever wrong with you, you know? And my thing is when you say that, mean that like when you say that mean that like don't just go around saying false things like you ever know when somebody passed away and they're like if you need anything just contact me if you do not mean that do not say that because if that person does need something they need a friend or someone to talk to they're already in a vulnerable state so stop saying these blanket statements don't say i'm in your prayers if you're not really praying just say you know you'll be in my thoughts and you probably were they're thinking about you and moving on you know because some people really hold tight to that type of stuff you know um so if you have people in your life that you know that you really can reach out to then do that you know what i'm saying that it that it's okay to talk to them when you're not okay that they'll pick up the phone you know when or when you're reaching out when you're obviously reaching out they'll pick up the phone and call and check on you and see how you're doing you know um but there are some people that just say that you know and that's a misconception and that's aggravating to the person who actually you know have them in their emergency plan you know so um I just think that it's just not a good thing to ever feel aggravated to express when you do not feel good about something because it's okay to not be okay. You know, so in this instance, you know, everyone's getting on Ari for not being okay, but that's not fair because it's okay that she's not okay. It's okay that she's defeated. You know, I just hope that she get, you know, gets or stick to her support system that actually, you know, wants to hear her out, you know, and and encourage her and uplift her. And like I said, maybe take a break and just surround yourself by good energy or take a um a social media break just to, you know, just to get back on your square and recalibrate, you know. Or um, get in the studio, not if you're releasing anything or not, but if if music is your release, then do that, you know, just for you. Just just do music because that's what you want to do, you know. So, um, so yeah, so like I said, um, I just want her to be encouraged and I want you to be encouraged. If you're going through something um, and, you, and you're feeling like you're not, you know, not okay, it's okay. It's okay that you're not okay. You know, um, I always express when I'm not okay. Like um, starting this whole weight loss thing. No, I'm not okay because I want to eat what I want to eat, and I don't want to work out, and it hurts to move, basically. But this doesn't mean that I, 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 I have to stop doing it. I have to press through the pain. You know, press, press through the pressure. It's pressure. You know, it's pressure when you want to do anything that's worth something. You know, but that's why you have to be mindful and, and make sure that you're around you know people that support you and on those days when you're not okay that you can you can let your guards down and express how not okay you are you know what i'm saying so um so i i don't know like I just feel for her, like basically, I just feel for her and and my heart does go out to her. It really, really does. It really, really does because there are a lot of people in the industry that is crying for help and people are just ignoring them like, oh, you just complaining, why that? You know, and, and that's not the case all the time. You know, some people do do that for attention, but some people don't. And I'd rather pay attention to you either way than to not pay attention to you at all and you know, you're, you're sitting there in misery, like, 
that's just how I feel about that. But we are coming to an end of our morning banter. <laughs> so um, I just want to thank you um, for joining me early in the morning or whenever you're watching this because you're probably still asleep. So whenever you do watch this, I'll just thank you for watching it. If you are on YouTube watching this, please, please, please hit the subscribe button, please. Thank you. Hit the subscribe button. I'm still trying to get to a thousand, um, a thousand, uh, was it a thousand followers, subscribers, and like four thousand listening minutes, whatever it's called. So I'm, I'm still on that road to that. You know, help a sister out. Help a sister out. You know, um, like I said, it's not easy when you are not a popular niche. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful for my 124 subscribers, you know, so that means that's 124 people that rock with me and I'm, and I'm grateful for that, but I'm still trying to get to a thousand. Look at the little Richie thing happening right there. <laughs> also, if you're on Facebook or my Facebook page, please be sure to, to follow me on Facebook as well. And you can always find me on www.beyourownkind.com. I have an email newsletter, um, that goes out weekly or bi-weekly be patient with me um just to let you know that the latest things that's going on you know on the platform and things i have in store we also have a byk facebook community group you can join that where we just talk about various random things you know um and we have like giveaways and you know little sidebar events and stuff just something like a more intimate setting with the people that follow me um so you can always join that too um, the link to that is also on um, my website, beyourownkind.com. So until next time, you know, don't forget to have, don't forget to be your own kind and have a wonderful day. And until next time, bye. <laughs>